Hi there! Welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits at the Recycle Garage in Santa Cruz, California. This is Mason, and tonight we have with us James. Om nom 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 nom. Doug. Yo. Adrian. Hi. Liza. Hey there. Lucas. What's Gucci? Megan. Hey. Stan. Cruz. And Knock. Yeah, what's up? And Desmond. And Bosley. And, and, and our Desmond, new guy. Yeah. I'm worthless than the dog. <laughs> <laughs> You're new here. You get the beast. You start down there. Oh, way yeah, up from the yeah, bottom. Right, See, the cat's right. not here. The cat would have got in before yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> well, cats are always before people. <laughs> yeah, of course. That's the way they are. <laughs> Thank you for doing that intro, Mesa. <laughs> You're not fired yet. Not yet. <sighs> yet. That's not like Almost. the third time attempt Almost. either. So. Yeah, that no, not at all. We got that right on the first time. Yeah. So if you couldn't tell yet, we have a full house today. We had a fuller garage today, but we managed to pare it down to eight, nine, So um we wanted to start uh, first with a get to know with Desmond, who's a new voice here. So Desmond, let's start with how did you hear about our garage? I was buying stuff for my motorcycle from We All Ride, and Megan was working there. She told me about it. She said, hey, if you want to put a, do stuff to your bike, and come over here Sundays until dark. And so I am here to do things to my bike. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So um, is this your first bike? This is my first bike. My first true love. What is it? It's a naked SV650 2007. It has a Jixxer front end, ZX10 rear shock. And that would plenty be of the sound in the background of Sage leaving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has, like, everything on his bike that I want to do to mine. I'm kind of jealous. Oh, uh, the SV? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's got a full crash makeover. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're one to talk, Luke. Ass. Uh, track crashes do not count. It sure doesn't. Getting hit by a Prius counts. It was the tires. <laughs> it was the tires. So back to the get to know Desmond. Yeah, Desmond. How long have you been riding, man? Uh, I've been riding since I was 21, so four years. Four years. Cool. And what was your first bike? DSV. Is oh yeah, still I'm sorry. My first I missed bike. that. Sorry, <laughs> I got my face in the soundboard here. What was your second bike? Hey, Jennifer's here. We have a special guest, Jen. Jen, you get to sit between these two lovely gentlemen. Oh, awesome. That's just an insult. And now the cat's here, so Desmond is screwed. Nope. (laughs) Moving down in the ranks already. You get to squeeze in there, and uh, Nock will share a mic with you. We'll share mics. Oh, my gosh. What are they going to I know, um, right? You fucked up. Jen, it's good to see you. You fucked up big, sister. Come on in. <laughs> so for right. everyone here and everyone listening, this is Jennifer. Say hi into one of the mics. Oh, Hello, one of the mics. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll get back to Desmond in a second. I just wanted to say Jennifer has a long history here with the garage, and you're the one who's credited with dragging poor Douglas down here. Yeah, it is true. I've told the story. Who has been here ever it's since. Been downhill ever since. You dropped him off on my doorstep. <laughs> And, and here decided he to is. keep him. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So Desmond here is new to the garage, and we are getting to know him and asking him some questions right now. So have you? Did you move here to Santa Cruz recently? Yeah, I moved here in July. Where did you come from again? Oakland. So oh. Just north far. Yeah. Oak Town. <laughs> Not too bad. So why did you get into riding? 
I've always wanted a motorcycle. When I bought it when I was living in Norfolk, I saw it, I fell in love. Was this so, something like when you were young, you felt you wanted to do Oh, it yeah, or? ever since I was a little little kid, I wanted a bike. Wanted was, to there, ride. was there somebody in your life that had one that you always looked up to them? Yeah, my dad. My dad had a motorcycle. Oh, what kind of bikes did he ride? Oh, he used to have a Harley. Most recently, he has a Triumph. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, he's on board with you riding? Oh, yeah. Dang, cool. that's Have you good. done the father-son thing? <laughs> a lot together? of people here uh, are We haven't actually right ridden now. together because yeah. he... <laughs> is super busy so his bike sits in the garage and collects like dust now ri- didn't like they write a song about it? he's got a triumph now triumph. he the cold uh, no the, it's the same thing <laughs> they wrote a song about that right we're not gonna sing that <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what do you want to do to your bike I don't think there's much else I just kind of want to adjust it and get it set how I want it now uh, have you done any upgrades like suspension work or anything oh yeah like it has a Jixxer 600 front end uh, okay. ZX10 rear shock and tuned in for you and all that yeah well i'm still working on tuning in i've had it okay. set but you know it's a constant process mm-hmm. so what exactly is this uh bike that you ride what kind of bike is it it's a naked sv650 did you already wow. it's red. <laughs> yes yeah. it has a jixer front end and I it's like it's like 10th beer right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so wish. so what was your first bike well i had a tricycle when i was in kindergarten it started my passion so you're riding sport bike you grew up with your dad riding like harleys um what kind of riding are you doing and what kind of riding do you want to do down the road Right now, a lot of commuting. I like riding up in the mountains here. There's mm-hmm. gorgeous roads. Sometimes they're even empty, which is amazing. Yeah, during the weekdays, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Labor Day, uh, 2.35, was completely empty. I didn't see a single person on there. and it was 11.30 a.m. is like the best up in the oh, mountains. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh. I'll have to keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Is there any... Um, goals you want to uh to to make like to do a long distance ride or yeah i'd like to do like a cross-country thing at some point i don't know if that'll be on the sv because it's not a touring bike by any (laughs) stretch you should totally do it you should do (laughs) it it's been done if you technically yes i could do it but there's a lot of things that i could do if you get padded butt pants like i got for mine it makes a big (laughs) you don't even need that (laughs) just just ride naked just get padded butt pants and just sit on them that's That's all i need it's awesome nothing else but yeah you can do cross country on pretty much anything yeah people do it on scooters like the cannonball run we had a little while ago people done it on ex 500s (laughs) (laughs) have you had a crash yet yeah, I have. I got to see my bike upside down behind me. Ooh. Yeah. Where were, you, where were you? Oh, I was upside down and the bike was behind me. What happened? Uh, I was heading off from work, getting on the freeway. Someone cut in front of me and slammed on their brakes. Like, all four tires were smoking. So I slammed on my brakes, locked up the front wheel, got launched over the handlebars. Oh. It was fun. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. How much damage? <laughs> Actually, it was remarkably little. I broke my ankle. It was a fracture. Um, I was out for two months. Yeah, and we, then... we meant to the bike. Oh. No. Yeah. Right, right, right. We don't care. You heal. The bike doesn't. Yeah. Well, no. The was it? The handlebars were bent. I broke my rear brake rear brake pedal, and well, one of my bar ends got broken off. But that was on the toe because the asshole tow driver just threw it on a bed uh, instead of like sucks. having it on the kickstand which still worked no it was like almost no damage a couple scrapes but did, it, did it hit the car in front of you that slammed no, on the brakes no it didn't they as soon as I came off my bike they dipped out that yeah. sucks yeah Dude, shitty 
It would almost be better if you hit them. Yeah, I yeah, kind of right? wish I did. Yeah, I kind of wish I could just catapult it into their car. Then it's hit and run if they leave. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, I wasn't. That wasn't running through my head at first, unfortunately. Yeah. So you've only been riding a few years, but you've had exposure to a lot of bikes, I would assume. Do you currently have an up the butt bike? <laughs> my up the butt bike. I put a lot of thought in this. I have to say it would be uh, Desmo Sidici. There's one that was given to Roland Sands as a dirt tracker, or to be converted oh, into right. a dirt tracker. Oh, it's called the oh I Bird. saw this one. Yeah, it, looks yeah, it was in cool. like Motorcycle yep. Magazine or that something. It was badass. amazing. It's like the only good looking Ducati. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to get a lot of flack for that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. Keep quiet on that. It's my first <laughs> night. I, I don't like I mean, keep quiet. Come on, the no, that's a good one. Work so, so, yeah, that's a, that's a good up the butt bike. <laughs> so like, um, if you were going to get a second bike um, to do something other than what your SV does, what would that be? Like a touring bike or like a yeah, Motard think, or something? I think it would be like, well, Motard would be fun. But uh, I think I'd probably get like an adventure tour. I was looking at the Triumph Tiger. Mm-hmm. That's really fun. Or like a one of the BMW. Was it the GS 800 or 650? Nope. Uh, one of those. The F800. Don't get the, F800. F800. Don't get the GS 800. Yeah, get the. Is that um, bad? What? No, he wants the 800, not the 650. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't put that much thought into it, but like a uh, adventure tour or something like that. Cool. Or a trail bike, do some off roading. But stuff, the XR 650, you can you can throw some different wheels on it, and that'd be your adventure tour. That's true. Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> but I like the three cylinders. The Triumph Note is pretty unique. Sounds like it's missing a cylinder. <laughs> no, it's got, it's got, it has one, one extra no. cylinder. Yes, it has one. It has one extra. One too many. Is it? <laughs> yeah. well, You're cool. such a glass half empty kind of dude. You know I know. <laughs> cool. Well, let's get real quick to what we did today because we did so much today. Um, Mason. You uh, started tearing apart your new bike already. Yeah, yeah. It's a Yamaha WR426 Supermoto. Um, And I did the first valve check on it just to kind of see where things were at. How was it? Uh, It was perfect. Totally fine. Cool. Um, Did you take your fairings off? There, uh, no, not fairies. Not really, kind <laughs> of. <laughs> 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 halfway, you have took them off and you realize, wait, you don't have to take those off. Yeah. Half a donut. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so, so that's, that's basically what I did. Cool. And then, uh, Desmond, what'd you do today? Oh, yeah, today I did a front and rear sprocket and chain replacement. How'd that go? It was cool. I had a lot of help from uh, Megan and Nock. And so it went pretty smoothly with their assistance, but I feel comfortable I could do it again in the I next kind of 20,000 miles. Because I know I'm going to have to do it soon. And I was like, oh, how do I do it on this? Oh, so I was the, I was the dry run. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So thank you. Experiment. Yeah. Knock, knock was working to earn the uh, best helper of the he did day award. Oh, no. I had a Mexican Coke and I couldn't stop myself. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get that book of gold stickers so he can just put one on his head. We have a chart on the wall. A smiley Everybody face. Gets yeah. <laughs> employee, exactly. employee of the week. Banana sticker. Most used tool of the week. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> Most used tool of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Sage went naked today. Oh, did he? And looked good. It was so good to see Sage today. On his... Uh, uh, we don't really know. What, yeah. what is that bike? <laughs> it's a, it's a, a 2003 ZX6R with a 2005 ZX6R motor. Engine, yeah. So the other really day the other day he broke down. Uh, he was coming up from a Rogue Grande. Oh, my God, yeah. He made it like, I don't know, 5,000 miles or something. And then breaks down 10 miles from here. Yeah. Because uh, when he crashed, I guess one of the... 
the fairing mounts uh, rubbed into his aluminum radiator, but not all the way. And since then, just from riding that same bolt, it has been rubbing through, rubbing through, and finally it burst. And he lost all his fluid and then overheated. So yeah, he called me. Megan, can you help me load up my bike? You have a truck, right? And I was like, yeah, my wrist is broken. I can't help you load up a bike. Yeah. Sorry. So no. we uh, we got it. He towed it here with the tow truck, and um, we were trying to figure out where this leak was coming from, so we just filled it up with hose water, and sure enough, it started pouring out the side. Uh, some JB Weld later, and it looks like it's holding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Weld I got everything. Working. So that's why I said you should take those bearings off and show off that JB Weld. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So we had him take, he, had, he has... He has wrecked race fairings with a janky light Lights on the front. And nothing. It was not yeah. doing much, and a bent uh, fairing mount. So I just had him take all that crap off, and we uh, just threw on a Street Fighter front light and I suggest fabricated him a mount right after he crashed. I'm like, dude, just go Street Fighter on this thing. That, that like, bike wheelie look like the, the crash bike did yeah. it. Is. He, he had to test out the zip ties. Like what I said. He had to test out the zip ties. So we got to do some fabricating, and thanks, Noct helped him on that, two fabricating mounts for his Speedo tack unit so we could keep it there. And uh, speaking of fabricating... Yes, there's finally progress on the Terra. Nice. Adrian, you worked on the your rear. Yeah, so um, we took some flat steel, bent it around, let the... Precision machinery and ta- uh, that is Liza's <laughs> leg <laughs> to create a U, um, like a U shape, and then ground down the ends so they slid into the end of the tube frame, and then drilled some. T- there's some handy tabs there that we drilled for holding it in place. So it's now got a nice little, almost looks professional, arc at the end of it um, that we're going to attach the plastics to and use that for the new mount. Yeah, so we got a nice loop on the back, and it's going to be strong. And a yeah, actually, mount. you could pick up the bike with it right now. Yeah. So. I was very good. impressed with how well you eyeballed all of that, too. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I was it's a very powerful impressed. tool. Yeah. I was impressed with how your mood changed yeah. as you got further and further into fabricating. Finally, some progress, as well as it was good to grind and fab again. Exactly it. I think for a lot of people, it's just it's just fun. Yeah. Like I saw Sage having fun. Everyone who was doing fabricating just felt good about what they're working on today. You get to put holes in metal, man. That's what we <laughs> you get to send sparks into solvent oh, cans. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> then we what? What do you put? Oh, oh what is Josie. she staring at? Josie creeps me out. The cat She's just sits in the corner, in the corner. <laughs> staring at the corner She's wall. Got, it's cat, the possum, she, isn't it? The possum hole or something like that. I don't know what's right back there. She does this all the time. <laughs> She's literally got her face five inches from the wall, is, staring. Is this place at built it. on like an Indian burial ground? Sort of thing. It's H.P. Lovecraft, the non-Euclidean geometry. <laughs> it, it might be baby possum time. So we also had. Megan's friend, Hipster Jake, came by today. <laughs> <laughs> and he wanted to and install he didn't wear deodorant. Some <laughs> Again. Dude, it would be more impressive if he did wear deodorant. <laughs> it was bad. He wanted to install some highway pegs onto his bike that uh, he was a little They concerned. would have matched his spiky bar ends if he kept those from his last bike. It was about the simplest thing you could bolt on, but he wanted to download instructions, and he was unsure of how to do it, and questioned all of my instructions on how to do it. Well, yeah. Of course. Do not question Eliza. (laughs) Of which I just keep repeating myself 
and uh, he eventually did it, and it succeeded. But um, so that was cool. He came by, and Stan, who's here. Yeah, actually, I got to add tie wraps to somebody's. Stan, break, uh, I wanted to thank you again. You came and brought a whole bunch of things to donate. Everyone got, got their mirrors? Or mirrors I guess, like, I'm wearing so much of your stuff, Stan. I got a lot of your stuff. If, you're, if your feet were just public, a little bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Can you start buying your shoes in half size right. larger, please? Uh, I kind of draw the line at the underwear. <laughs> he doesn't, so it's okay. Um, thongs, Stan. True. But I want to thank you. You you brought in a bunch of uh, tools and gear yeah, that we will we will give out. Things. Yeah, thanks a lot for that, dude. We appreciate yeah, that's your. <laughs> we need to get a plaque in here somewhere with Stan's name. Do we wait for him Most to die? Most valuable donor. Yeah. <laughs> There's other people. There you go. And the man. I have an update. I have an update too. Yeah, well, and you can also talk about what you did today, which is I directed people. No, I visited David. Yes. What else did I do today? You rode your motorcycle motorcycle. with a broken wrist. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So it's it's between you. It's between you and totally peer pressured. It's between you and Pat. No, I totally was. I was at work, and my coworker brought in his brand new CBR 1000RR that's really dialed in and has all. And he was like, "You should ride my bike." And I was like, "I can't with a broken wrist." And I was like, "I don't have any gear." And he was like, "Well, we work in a motorcycle shop." Put some gear on and don't crash. And I just rode it up and down the road and it didn't hurt. So I rode my bike, I rode the CBR, and I rode Mason's bike. And I had a lot of fun on Mason's bike today. And I popped his tube by accident. Maybe. Maybe. We were like, yeah, uh. (laughs) (laughs) I I did get the front end up, which was kind of exciting. But um, I found out if I don't, I can grab the throttle and I don't twist my wrist. I just move my whole arm down and it looks really uncomfortable and awkward, but I can do it. That's not distracting. So go back to give the David update. David is our friend who was riding, uh, was it a week ago now? It was was like 10 days ago. Almost two weeks ago. He got hit up on nine and lost his leg yeah Yeah, um i went and visited him today he got home yesterday um he's in really good spirits um he said he went to the crash site and he had next to him he's staying on the couch um he had next to him his mirror he found one of his mirrors at the crash site. that was his mirror there yeah and he picked it up and it was like right next to him uh on the Uh, couch Um, he really wanted it one of his socks is still i told him that (laughs) (laughs) i I was like yeah liza and adrian found your socks (laughs) um he's in good spirits uh his he leg. has a really good attitude. He has a, for an amazing like attitude. Um, Makes a world of difference. Yeah. Um, his family has really been amazing. They've really s- stepped up and are supporting him. I got to see his leg today. Um, it looks a lot cleaner than when Doug and I saw it in the hospital the other day. And um, he's got bruises all over the place. He's got staples going all up his because he, he broke had, his femur too. He broke his femur in three places and had a rod installed in there. And um, I got to see what's left. And um, he's got about six months of recovery before he can get a prosthetic. But he was asking me about everyone here and asking me, like, when are you able to ride again? He's excited. He wants to get back on. Well, good thing on. it was, and like, right at the beginning of football season. Yeah. And, yeah, he <laughs> was stoked question, that though, the I 49ers were playing. So Yeah, and they won mm-hmm. today. Zoe's, so Zoe's, Zoe's very excited to help design a leg for him. Yeah. Do you lose it uh, above or below the knee? Below, below the knee. About yeah. six inches, I think. No, so it's... Six inches. It's like two inches <laughs> below the knee. So six um, inches. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
The next question that's I have is, is you going to go for wood or metal for the prosthetic? So. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. He did lose it on Talk Like a Pirate Day, so we might have to go with wood. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, he's, he's doing good, and uh, he said thank you for, you know... Talking about giving him a shout out last episode, two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah when you're yeah, able, he's David, come on by and uh, you know, we'll say hi and do hangout things. Oh. Yeah, right. he's walking too. He's walking. Yeah. yeah, he is walking. So that's exciting. Is he hopping? I didn't watch him walk, Liza. I'm not <laughs> like you. I'm sorry. I'm gonna go hopping. So, James, what'd you do today? Well. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> I got another bike. Um, yeah, be careful with this, but go for it. Yeah, biking so folks, it's, maybe. It's, it's called the Trail it's Master. It's a Chinese dual sport. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Chinese dual sport. I think the, uh, the name plate on the side <laughs> says Trail Master 200, but then on the VIN plate, it says it was manufactured by... Michael's motorcycles or something. <laughs> then, then on another VIN plate, say what it actually. Then on a, on the other VIN plate, it says that it is made by Chongqing. <laughs> I don't know why this is so funny. The actual name is Chong. It is a Chongqing currently, and um, it's a 200 cc single cylinder um, dual sport. And my friend had it. It was his first bike. He got fed up with it because it broke down a lot. Um, and That's a great bike to enter into a rally. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, he ended up getting a Kawasaki Vulcan 750 and then decided that wasn't good enough, so he got a Harley. And he gave this bike so he's got to another one of his friends. Yes, obviously. He gave this bike to another one of his friends, and his other friend hit me up and said, you know, hey, I'm not going to be able to spend any time fixing this thing. Do you want it? And I said, sure, because I figured it would be the perfect thing to enter into the Tin Butt 200 yeah. Yeah. rally. It looks like from the 80s. It's so rusted. <laughs> but it's a 2005. Decrepit. I know. It, it looks bad. That but has so, been yeah. left in somebody's and backyard. They pulled it from well, not even a backyard. Out, had, out on the street. We had two guys from... Where were they, Liza? <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, Douglas met uh, one okay. of these guys so, online. Yeah, here's here's I'm I'm selling my my Ninja 750 uh, on on Craigslist, and I get an email from a guy. Uh, he's a UCSC student, so he's in town here, and he wants a first bike to get around on. Zeus is not the bike. I no, said, hell not. no. <laughs> yeah. You're not ready for that bike, and uh, you haven't even... Oh, hell no. Is that hell no? You had like a Z-snap. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> he wrote me back and saying, you know, saying, uh, oh, you're probably concerned uh, that it would be too powerful, but just to, you know reassure you i'm taking all the proper precautions and training to make sure that i ride this bike safely i was like no 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 effing way no effing way but if you show up to recycle on sunday there's lots of people there who are going what you are th- going through right now and they will help you in the right track and they came down apparently i wasn't yeah, here they but actually showed up so two gentlemen showed up <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, and as i said oh oh 
not you're being out Asian right now. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Liza, Liza, two, there, there are two Chinese guys with Chinese accents who are students here <laughs> at the or college. Students I'd be at really UCSC. embarrassed if they had oh. Russian accents. <laughs> no, and so I'm going down the line explaining. Well, first you ask them. You're like, have you heard of Chongqing Motors? <laughs> They're like, no. <laughs> well, imagine because if they would have just been like, hey, have you heard of Jesse James? Ha ha ha! What a stupid name. <laughs> I, I, I can't believe that's a real name. <laughs> I and so either. I was like, have you guys heard of Chongqing <laughs> Motors? And uh, they said, no. I said, hey, I hate to say this. I know you're looking for bikes and I'm giving you recommendations, but whatever you do, don't buy anything from China. <laughs> <laughs> They're just horrible. I wanted to say, can you tell me why? But I realized maybe they don't know. I don't I don't think they were Chinese. They were. They, they, they were. from? I don't know. Well, no, because Liza was like, where are you from? And they're like, Santa Cruz. And she's like, where are you from? Where are you really <laughs> from? Where are you actually <laughs> from? <laughs> What's your past horrible? I have, I have nothing to do with these guys. I was not here today, so uh, this is all... I'm, I'm so they hung out today and, and talked to everyone. I said, just come hang out. Here's Kat. She just went through the MSF. Um, she got a little Rebel 250. And since you're the same size as her, <laughs> this might be a good idea for you. Yeah. Um, and he and I said, have you taken the MSF? He said, no, no. I'm 21. It's not required. But My I will buy show. a bike and then I will teach myself. So, yeah. Douglas, you had very good instincts on well, that one. I have a responsibility, not just instincts, you know. Yeah, learning on a ZX7. It was an opportunity to sell the bike. I wanted to sell, but come on. I didn't want this guy to rest, to mess up my bike, you know. They did say as they were leaving that they'd be here next week. So Cool. cool. I will meet them then. Yeah. And I'll take him for a ride on the bike, and then he'll be convinced to not buy it. Yeah, just scare the crap out scare of him. Scare the shit out of him, yeah. <laughs> so, um, do you want to call Dylan? Not yet. He's I want to do a new segment. This is a new segment I want to call Duke. That's called "What's, What's the Bike Word." word? <laughs> Yay! We haven't practiced this. So I've gone on a Craigslist and I found an ad for a bike. That I'm gonna read the description, and y'all, I'm passing around a picture that y'all can look at. I'll read the description of the ad. You guys tell me what you think it's worth. And then I'll tell you what we can ask, listed it for. We can ask for. questions, right? You so, can. Is this like a slow build-up to a joke about custom bikes being like... No, it's not. <laughs> being worthless. Yeah. No, see what... what I mean, a bike is worth what someone's willing to pay, so let's get a consensus right. of what so people think it's worth. Is this called What's the Blue Book, then? No. This is the Recycled Blue Book. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or is it is it what he's asking? No, we're going to go for what we, we think it's worth. What do you think it's worth? When they're asking worth price and then she'll tell us what he's asking. So the punchline is... And then I'll tell you what they're asking. And we'll okay. see how close the consensus is. And we can have a good chuckle about it because yeah. they'll okay. be asking for and way so, too much. So in, as fairness, we, in fairness to yeah. the people that might be listening to this because they can't see it, it's an orange cruiser of some form. I, I'll cover oh, that right now. Oh, okay. It's all bobbed out. So right. the description is 96 Bobber Savage, Suzuki Savage. And it is a bobber style um, with 7,000 original miles, always garage maintained, runs excellent, new front and rear tires and brakes, clean title, pink in hand. Uh, drag bars on it are nice, but the gas but it hits the gas tank and makes little scuffs. Should be changed out. Tank has a dent. It fell over while strapped in a truck. Seat needs replacement and needs a better brake light. Easy stuff. Mechanically sound. I'm going to go through and fix this up 
But I thought I'd throw it up here first and see if anyone would like a very reliable bike to do a little tinkering. Come see and ride. So this is a Savage with the drag bars, but the stock controls. It has the original seat has been just chopped at the halfway point. Uh, what year is it again? 96. 96. The seat's been chopped and they. It's like Sawzall. Kind of just wrapped the fabric around and just kind of tacked it in. It's. It's it's pretty much yeah. Okay, so we're just up. and it's go got a a dirt bike rear fender, a plastic rear fender, with no tail light and a and the license plate is strapped to the rear shock. So oh dear. rotated ninety degrees, of course. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so exactly. are we all just gonna go around in a circle and just so yeah. Kind of so say tell me, what do you think this bike is worth with these modifications? Eight hundred. <laughs> That's right. brutal. Like around a thousand. Like, well, what's it worth? What's he gonna get for it? Because I know the guy is selling this thing, and I yeah, know yes, how we know. I know he's. What do you think it's worth? What do I think it's worth? I don't know. We'll get back to that. Well, what okay. exactly is yeah. a Savage? Is it a, it's a, it's a single, single cylinder? Six, it's a single cylinder. Okay, it looks like a single cylinder. Yeah, air cooled. Right, Lucas, what do you think it's worth? Um. I'd say if it was in perfect condition, it'd be worth about for fifteen hundred. But the fact that it needs a little bit of work, I'd probably knock it down to like twelve hundred. And you know, as soon as you start getting around a grand, that's for like absolute pieces of shit. So, well, do, do they still make the Savage? Is that it's still? called something yes. else. Oh, okay, it doesn't matter. It's the dude. Boulevard. It's not yeah, sporty, I think uh, you can get lots of parts for it. I order people parts all the time. Uh, okay. yeah. right, what do you think it's worth making? Um, you, it's running. It's registered. It's no the, back fees or anything. No, uh, twelve to a thousand. Okay, I got a thousand for my ninja, so okay. you know. Stan, what do you think it's worth? Okay, I've seen some seriously cool kit kits mm-hmm. where you start with the basically the chassis of an S forty or six fifty Savage that are really cool. <clears throat> with what he's got on there, probably twelve ish. Okay, knowing that for about thousand or twelve, I can put a really cool bike together out of this, and it would look really cool. All right, Jennifer. Um, I would probably say something in the middle. Oh, I, I would say it's probably valued at 1200 what you said, but I have a hunch that he's asking something ridiculous. Okay. Yeah, my max ceiling would probably be yeah. 13 but 1250 right. is probably realistic. 1150 you know. Yeah. That's All right, bad. Mason? Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with Knock on that one about... 1100 is what I was thinking. Desmond? Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, the group consensus. $1,100, $1,000, somewhere right. in there. James? I'd say if it was actually bobbed well, it didn't have the dirt bike fender and all that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah, 15 or 16, but in this condition, probably 12 or 1100. Yeah, I, I'm changing mine to 2200. <laughs> You're not trying to guess what they're asking. You're just saying what you think it's worth. I'm still okay. maintaining 8 to 900. There well, is no winner or I'm loser. changing mine to what I think he's asking. <laughs> okay, and I, I'm going to agree with you, James. You kind of hit what I saw that this looks like it was a novice that bobbed it out and just bolted on some parts that don't necessarily go together but to the untrained eye it's hard for them to tell the difference between a well done bike and just bolted on pieces um but is there only one photo too 
Uh, is this the only photo? That's the best one. Because in the okay. photo, it actually looks pretty decent in the photo you showed me. But I'm yeah, sure if you the except for the seat that has, that you'd be like, <laughs> yeah. And, and now, foam on the yeah. Seat. Now that yeah. I'm looking at it again, like the tail end with the dirt bike fender and like the wrap seat and stuff just looks like terrible. The, and the lack of a tail light <laughs> and, and the brush yeah. marks hasn't been figured out yet. Show off yeah. much better. Painted with a brush. Well, isn't it isn't it technically illegal to not have a rear light? Yeah, they just haven't gotten to that point, figured out where to put. Well, that's a bargaining point then, so you can knock it down from whatever they're. (laughs) So they're asking fifteen hundred for this bike. Please, I and I will confess, he asked me what it's worth, and I told him, I think you can get fifteen hundred to people who don't know what they're looking at. Right, they think that's pretty cool, but as it is, a Savage is a great starting. Point. It's a good bike to mm-hmm. do a better so job with. So you guys were right. I think the value for just if you take off the parts that were done poorly, it's worth that to build from there. But to somebody who's impressed by how it looks, I think about fifteen hundred. So that was good. That gives us an idea that maybe he, if he gets offered twelve hundred, maybe he should take it. Yeah, yeah was, that, that was that was debating actually buying one of those. There's some seriously nice kits you can do for Savage six fifties. <clears throat> and they're about, about a thousand or so. And so if you've got a decent chassis, all you need is a, basically a bandsaw and a, mm-hmm. or a hacksaw and some other stuff, and you're good to go. And, and then, they're and actually that, pretty decent after you're done. Yeah, and that engine's ported to different models, right? I mean, in the 650. Yeah, it's, it's DR650, basically. It's a DR650. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. Cool. I love that DR650. All right, Doug, what do we have next? So much, Doug. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Next on the list, how, uh, we're going to phone in to our buddy and fellow vampire, uh, Dylan, who yeah. races supermotos up in the Sacto area, Sacramento. So I never really... I, was he racing when he was living down here? I don't know. I didn't know him when he was I didn't know he was that badass. He wasn't racing then. He wasn't. Yeah. I thought he was just like a, a school nerd. No. You didn't know him that well then. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, yes, he's very educated, but no, he's not a school nerd. Well, we'll give him a call, and um, Douglas is going to do a quick uh, interview with Dylan and find out more about what it's like to race. Uh, is it Supermoto? Yeah, Supermoto. Cool. It's nice that we have a lot of these people within our group to draw from. He can hear. Hello? Hey, Dylan. What's happening? Hey, buddy. How you doing? Hey, Dylan. Good, man. Just, What's up, dude? <laughs> we're all uh, here. Right on. Yeah, everybody's saying hi. Uh, yeah, man. So uh, we're just going to ask you some questions. Um, <laughs> why don't you uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself? Whoa, that's a, that's a pretty open-ended question. Okay, well, forget that. <laughs> forget that. Um, okay, so well, recently uh, you took a third place, correct? I did, yeah. Woo! It was, it was awesome. Way to go. Right uh, can you tell us a little bit about that race? Yeah, that was, uh, I've been racing with Supermoto USA, and uh, that last one was out at Sonoma. Um, and the class is kind of like, a, it's an entry-level class. It's basically uh, all 230s. They also have a couple of the adult mini classes. But basically, you take like a mini bike chassis and, um, have a pretty bulletproof engine and just go out there and have cheap fun. So it's a it's a pretty broad class, and um, I've been in it for the last two years. And this year, I've just consistently been knocking out like seconds and thirds. So it's been a good year so far. Nice man. Uh, how long have you been racing again? Ooh, 
long. This is only second year with Supermoto USA, and okay. um, I used to do track days on big tracks before that, but that was just that was just way too much money, so I had to uh, step that down. <laughs> and uh, what are you riding? You have a CRF, correct? Yeah, it's just a 230. So just like uh, just like the uh, 230 that we were riding up at. Uh, at uh, Forest Hill last weekend. It's just um, the CRF 230. It's just like an air-cooled XR engine. Right, right, right. Part. Do you have any? Yeah, uh, with super. Do you have any? Do you have any mods on that bike, or is that stock? Dude, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty modified. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so. It's got the 17s on it. I've got a, a ridiculous assortment of tires so that I can do uh, <laughs> flat track dirt, and then also supermoto. Um, you know, it's got like the brake upgrades on it. It's got fork work on the front forks. Uh, it's got all the jetting screwed with. So you'd be surprised, though. I mean, there's people out there who have done uh, swaps with like you know CR85s and um, dudes with like six hundred dollar uh, rear custom shocks and wow. um, people spend a ton of money on them. But I'm just trying to keep it low budget and fun, you know. Yeah, exactly. That's what it's about. Because you know, there's no money in yeah. racing, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what what other bikes do you ride? Uh, <laughs> you know, a lot of them are broken at this point in time, but uh, I've also got uh, uh, that DRZ Supermoto, which you've ridden, which uh, yep. that's, that's basically my, my other baby for the street. Love that bike. Um, yeah, it's a nice, it's a fun bike. It's a good one. Um, and I've got a Honda VFR that I'll probably be selling here pretty soon just because I don't ride it, but that thing was great for uh, long distance and, you know, it had all the hard luggage and everything. Right. And uh, it's mostly bicycles these days, man. I, I do a lot of what? using my bicycle. What? And, uh, I'm, hang I'm up. kind of turning into a whip these days. So. All right, they're telling me to hang up on you right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> what is it with the SF chapter and all the bicycles? Endurance, man. Endurance. <laughs> So, uh, um, okay. So, uh, blame Thatch. What, what have you learned from racing, uh, supermotos, uh, that's helped you on the street? Oh, see, that's the thing. It's, it, I've come into this kind of new thing where, um, you know, I don't really ride on the street that much and you've ridden with me before. I'm, I'm a pretty low key rider on the street, but, uh, you know, it's it, riding on the racetrack is a different deal. You can kind of just really work on your skill set and kind of unleash mm-hmm. and you know the old saying the old saying is basically you know oh, there's an ambulance there and there's no traffic to do right. and it's, it's kind of a beautiful thing man it's, it's just working on your skill set and uh, uh, really just trying new things and tweaking new stuff and, and I tend not to really I tend not to really ride that hard on the street I'm just so hyper vigilant about not getting hit by a goddamn car for right. <laughs> that's the name of the game um, yeah it really is so so, what's up with that real that rear slide, Mo? <coughs> uh, you know, I can do it a little bit on the CRF, uh, but it's a little tricky because that thing has a drum rear brake, so oh, yeah. you can lock it a little bit and, and get it going. But I've, I've, it's kind of fun, man. I've ridden a couple bikes with the slipper clutches, and that is a whole new ball game on yeah. the uh, on the race That's track. cool, man. Those guys, so. uh, yeah, that's just a crazy art to me. Uh, how you're able to just slide that rear out and get ready for that turn, and then power out of it. Just, yeah, well, just... I, I mean, you know, it's a skill that you pick up from uh, riding in something that's loose traction. So it's a it's a dirt bike skill. I mean, you, you know, it's something that you practice uh, riding right. in the in the dirt, and then carry it over and perfect it in flat track stuff, and then basically just almost trying to do the same thing. But it's a it's a weird technique when you're trying to actually pitch the rear end around and kind of build the slide into. Uh, 
interior uh, race line, which is something I'm still really working on. I mean, I'm, I'm still really new to it. Right. So do you, do you go through a lot of boots, like sticking your foot out all the time? Uh, you know, not, no, really, no. Although there's a lot of guys out there that have their own, like, uh, slider setups and stuff. Right. But, um, you know, I've got a pretty beat up old set of road race boots that I use, and I haven't, I haven't worn through the toe yet, so uh, it'll get there probably next season. Yeah, I, I know a guy that rides a, a DRZ, and he he he's constantly reshoeing his boots because he's you know putting his foot down on even the long sweepers. It's pretty funny. This one comes from Adrian, who's here. Um, oh yeah, you had to qualify it. Yeah, I think it's a valid question. So, blame transfer. Because of your stature, how did you adapt to large bikes? Because we know you ride some. <laughs> That wasn't exactly how I phrased question. it. Uh, I, yeah, it's, if anybody doesn't know, I am short. I am like five foot six. So, uh, but tons of fun. I think I just—it's <laughs> <laughs> it, perfect jockey size, right? Uh, yeah. I don't weigh much either, so I have some uh, competitive—you uh, uh, know—some competitive advantage to go up against like sixteen-year-olds on the racetrack. So it's good. Um, but uh, yeah, man, I don't know. I just—I've been short my whole life, so I basically figured out a style of riding where, really? uh, you know, only one foot down if I ever need to stop for the most part. Right. Because um, anything tall, you know, you just gotta—you just gotta be a monster. You at gotta it. fire hydrant that thing. Stop very much. So uh, let me tell you though, like when I first started riding, there was a lot of drop bikes, uh, just like coming to a stop or like parking the bike and it fell over. But these days, not so much. So. Yeah. And uh, oh, that's that's cool. Um, what, so what, what do you get out of ri- uh, riding? What, what do you get out of riding motorcycles? Like wh- what's, what's in it for you? I don't know. It, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's changed, right? I, I know, I don't know about you guys. When I first started riding, I was probably living in Santa Cruz, uh, probably, I don't know, like 12 years ago or something like that. And the first thing was, I mean, it was cheap transport, right? I mean, it was great. Uh, you could park it anywhere. Um, I could work on it. Um, I bought my first bike for like 500 bucks. It was like faster than any car I'd ever had. It was great, right? Um, but since then, it's kind of morphed into this other thing where I still get you know some utility out of commuting with it. Um, I gotta say here in Sacramento, you can still park a motorcycle for free, which is freaking great. I love it. Um, but now in, in racing, it's just like this, uh, it's, other, it's this other new level where you're like, wow, I didn't know that I could pay attention to that, or I didn't know I could weight the pegs this way. Um, and it's just a completely new skill set that, uh, I was, I was really bad at, and, uh, I still am pretty bad at, but I'm just kind of working to, uh, to better myself. That's just a new thing to kind of learn. Well, bad at, but you still pulled third for the season, so. Yeah, you still pulled third for the season, huh? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it's honestly just one of the it's one of the most amateur uh, uh, entries, and I'm stoked on it. Um, but uh, you know, I, I'll move up to something bigger and better and uh, a little bit more competitive eventually. But hey. you know, gotta gotta work up the funds first. Yeah, to, uh, don't knock yourself. <laughs> don't knock don't knock yourself. It was a race, and you won. Yeah. So, so uh, what is it uh, expensive to race in this in this circuit that you're in, or can you know anybody kind of do it? No, I mean it's it's relatively affordable. So uh, let's let's. I mean, let me put it in perspective for you. So I mean, I'm sure you guys are all familiar with doing track days, right? Yeah. yeah on the yeah. on the big track, then you know usually you're going to spend something along like two hundred something bucks, maybe two fifty to get out on the track, and that's just track entry. You're probably going to have to buy a new set of tires every three times you go out there. 
Um, you're gonna have to pay gas, all that good stuff. So it, it adds up pretty quick, right? And if you crash a sport bike on the track, you're gonna lay out a fair amount of money to fix it. Right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, the beauty of I'm at me, Doug. Uh, <laughs> one, uh, they run mostly on go kart tracks, so the track entry fee is ridiculously low. You can do track days for like twenty five to forty bucks, which is amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. Right? Um, you don't you don't go through tires anywhere as quick, and they're still relatively the same price or cheaper. You know, for the minis, they're pretty cheap. Um, the bikes are cheaper if you go for a mini as well, too. You can get started on something for a couple hundred bucks. You can get into the 230 class for, you know, you can find a bike for a thousand to fifteen hundred bucks. No big deal. Nice. And then even the race, the race series itself, it's like, you know, for you to go out there and race a single class, you're going to pay like 60, 70 bucks, which is, that's so cheap. That's doable. Totally doable. Good fun. And bang bars with your buddies and, um, you know, meet a really good kind of low-key, mellow group of people. And, and I think why I dig it is that uh, you go out to a lot of the big track stuff and um, people are just way into the kind of showing off and having the bestest and the greatest and the most expensive thing. And uh, here it's just like it's all about skill for the most part. You can have some fancy stuff, but you're out there and skill is going to play way sure. more into it than you having a big fancy bike. So, um, uh gnarly crashes you tell us about your biggest crash on the supermoto on any anything Ooh. anything uh well my worst one was i high sided at uh, uh at reno fernley and ended up fracturing my hip and that put me out for a long time Ooh. Uh, Ouch. and i think after that i was like pretty much pretty decided that I don't really want to do any more big track days. It's just too much money, too much energy, and too much potential for badness. Um, as far as supermoto stuff, I mean, a million low slides, a lot of bent bars. Yeah. Um, you know, some purple knees, and uh, probably the worst of it is trying to take it off, like the extreme jumps or like the motocross course, but, um, you know, nothing too serious. Nothing, nothing broken. uh you know, I know through the leagues you'll see a couple people with like you know collarbone fractures and stuff. But it, you know, relatively speaking, it's pretty darn safe. Right, because it's it's relatively lower, it. relatively lower speed too. So you you know you're not flying down the track at 140 miles an hour. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're going to hit a straight, and you're probably going to hit 85 or 90 if you've got a big bike on it. But right, right. Um, other than that, it's, it's you basically trying to outcorner other guys on pretty low speed and kind of tight courses, which just makes it that much more fun. Cool. Uh, Liza's got a question here for you. Hold on. Hey, Dylan, how you doing? Sure. So good. I, how are you? Good. I have friends who got into racing and then stopped riding on the street because it really changed their perspective and they saw the dangers out there. Has it uh, yeah. changed your street riding? You know, uh, that's a good point. I mean, I, I don't think I'm going to stop riding the street. I just, you know, we live in California. It's a beautiful thing to cut through traffic uh, by uh, lane splitting or filtering. So Feels that's good, never going to go away for me. And, and being able to park all over the place is pretty awesome. So, um, But I do got to say, I mean, I've had some dumb stuff happen to me on the street. I've been hit by a truck on the street, and people are inattentive, and everybody realizes that all the time. And the level of attention that goes into it is, is ridiculous. And so... I know you guys laugh at me, but uh, I do a lot of bicycle commuting now, and I do a lot of bus commuting, which, uh, I know, I know, that's the that's the most ridiculous thing, but you know what, I go out and ride super hard on the track on the weekends, and I, I kind of enjoy, instead of having to, you know, have that high level awareness all the time just doing my work thing, um, to be able to kind of un unwind and go out and ride, you know, go out and ride with Doug in the dirt, or go out and go to the flat track, and it's just yeah, a, you it's do, a whole uh, new kind of You do thing. flat track stuff too, huh? 
Yeah, that's been my other kind of fun thing to do in the wintertime. And I, I wanted to invite all you guys to come out here. Um, you know, in October and November, they open up the flat track. And it, it's, again, it's pretty cheap. They'll open it up to any traction. So you can bring out a dirt bike with the knobbies and everything. Um, but you really work on that rear wheel slide doing an oval. You, first, you're like, oh, yeah, this is going to be a piece of cake. But yeah, <laughs> no, yeah it, sure. it's a whole new, uh-huh. whole new thing. So I got I got one last question here. Then we got to wrap it up. Uh, Dylan, yep. what what is your up the butt bike? Yes. Oh man, you know I should have thought harder about this. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, man, I am I am kind of kind of like I said, kind of lame in in what I like right now. But I really am into uh, I, I do like the singles. So I think something like uh, like something like the. Uh, the new dupes, the KTM dupes, like yeah. 690, yeah. I think that's small yeah. I, I kind of like them. I kind of like them a little bit. That's yeah. not that fancy or anything like that. They are like pretty, that. they are pretty sexy. Um, yeah. Half the room just yeah. sighed. And I, I kind of really want um, one of the new, uh, the new Yamaha's, uh, the triples. Where, where are those at? The FZ09, FZ07. FZ9. Yeah, those are those are pretty sweet as well too. Yeah, so so I'm such like a pedestrian uh, street rider these days. It's just like I just want something kind of a little bit fun but practical. Um, I don't know, man. I'm an old man at heart. You guys know that. So. <laughs> cool. Well, I really appreciate you uh, taking the time to answer some questions, and uh, please come down and visit us sometimes. I know it's kind of a trek for you, but um, uh, we'd love to have you down for a day to, uh-huh. to pick your brain and. Uh, yeah, come on down. Yeah, no, I, I love listening to you guys on uh, on the uh, podcast and everything. And uh, you know, I miss living in Santa Cruz, but there's some good uh, there's some good people in Sacramento. And so I'll extend the same invite to you guys and say, please come up and visit me in Sacramento. Uh, yeah. there's not a ton of amazing riding that's close by, but you head out to Tahoe. There's some cool stuff, but there's a lot of cool stuff to do out here on the tracks. Um, and you know. You always got a place to stay at my house. So. I really, I really want to get up there and do one of those flat track Sundays. One, yeah. one of these days. Yeah, for sure. And like I said, I got the perfect loaner bike for everybody. You know, that 230 can handle basically everything. It's been crashed a billion times. Uh, it's pretty bulletproof. It's great. So <laughs> cool. y'all are more than welcome to come out to Sacramento anytime. All right, man. Oh. Thanks. Thank you so much. And uh, it's good to hear from you. Bye, Dylan. Bye, Dylan. Hey, Bye, Dylan. Dylan. Thanks for having me. I love y'all. And I'll uh, talk to you later. Right, See buddy. ya. Take care. Cool. See, and I know a lot of people, as I said, have gotten into racing, and you kind of, it really changes how you feel about going on the street, and a lot of people don't ride as much on the street. It makes right. me happy that he rides a 232. Yeah, awesome. yeah, it's, it's a great little bike. I did one track day, and I'm kind of like, fuck street riding. <laughs> it's that powerful. <laughs> well, you so, crashed one track day, you mean, mm-hmm. right? No, I raced <laughs> one track no, no, day, no, 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 and I crashed. So I both. forgot to mention one of, what I did that. yesterday. Oh, God. Yeah, you went to the dark side. I rode a Vespa <laughs> through San Francisco. She was all, my feet got bored. And I was like, that's, <laughs> that's all that you. got bored? <laughs> <laughs> we don't The rest of you didn't get life. bored? It's pretty cool. It's a Vespa 300, so it wasn't Ooh. lacking in power. Um, and and <laughs> I, the reason I make fun of uh, scooters and smaller bikes a lot is because there's not a lot of practical applications in my life that I can use them. However, darting through traffic in the city was perfect, and it was fun, and it was easy. So that was pretty cool. I'm, I'm not going to go buy one, though. I'm not swayed. Um, the other thing I wanted to 
bring up is that like um, every time somebody talks about we talk about David and his crash and Dylan talked about somebody cut in front of him and I just want to say last week I said I'm going to get a headlight modulator and I did and it is installed on my Versus and then I stuck sparklers in my ass and then you go out and then you go out with the XL175 with a piece of shit headlight or yeah, ride back gear. without a headlight, right? Didn't you do something like that? What had a headlight? It didn't have a tail. Safety third. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but that was four blocks from my home on Weldon uh-huh. Street. That's, it was the same as right here. That's the same. Smile. The same block where somebody turned left right in front of me with my arc bright. So I'd headlights. like to point the focus back to. <laughs> Away from you. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> the reason I put so. the that the headlight modulator on, I urge that everybody does this. Everybody does whatever they can to make themselves more visible on their bikes. Because a lot of these accidents people are having, I think they could have been avoided. And if you look at that versus now when that light is going, it just you notice it way further down the street. It calls for attention. So I, I'm just going to say, I said everyone should put them on, and I was the first one to do it, leading by example. Just get some HADs. Yeah, it's, you it's just blind the, the fuck out of them. Then yeah, they'll right. see you. They're awesome. <laughs> right. They're get them awesome. both. I'm just yeah. saying, do e- I think everyone should do whatever they can. Wear brighter clothing, all that. Make yourself more visible. We just want to see everybody. We need to make a change. First one to go out and and buy and wear a highly reflective neon yellow vest. Got it. Gets a case got of a, a six pack. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a high vis orange vest. Got to wear good. it. Yeah, I didn't bring it here. I didn't yeah, think I was going to be here after dark. Do. What do we got next, Liza? Well, what we got next is our little special surprise guest here, Jennifer. So a lot of people here in the room don't know Jennifer. Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Jennifer, when you first came here, and we've talked about this before, you came with your little Honda uh, three, 360 60 Scrambler. And that we helped you fix up. Do you still have it? I sure do. Yeah. Yeah. I love that bike. <laughs> it's a fun little bike. The thing is so much fun. <laughs> and you brought a c- trunk load of motorcycle parts from your dad's house that supposedly was supposed to be a triumph. Yes, indeed. And you worked on it diligently. I remember when you spread that blanket out and just had all the parts <clears throat> laid out. This is what a bike looks completely disassembled. <laughs> yeah. And how long did it take you to get that bike together? Uh, about five years. Yeah. Five years. On. So what kind, what model is it? It's a 1972 Triumph Bonneville 650. It's a, a T120. T120, right, yeah. So it's, is it done completely? It, it is, com- well, it's completely done, but then, uh, you know, the Lucas lights undi- and and the rattling what? took it. Un- Lucas, un- what did you do? Undid it a little bit, so uh, it was completed, and then everything rattled loose, so now I have to go back and make the lights work that because Lu- no. Lucas, the, the, the prince of darkness. darkness. Uh, exactly. yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> British drink warm beer, they use Lucas refrigerators. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you get to ride it much? Um, I've ridden it around town a bit. Um, it's not titled or licensed yet. Um, oh. Or registered, I mean. So, me well, that's dirty. the problem. So, I've got to get it. I have to have the horn and lights working so I can take it in and convince them that I didn't steal it from somebody that is my bike. And then, <laughs> right. So, and your dad doesn't have any paperwork on is that. Is it thing. going no. it's been from a California case. to Oregon, though? It was never registered. Oh. Like, it's been out, it's of, the out of the system. system. Oh, then yeah. that should be easy. Then. It should yeah. be fine. I just yeah. have to show them. It's uh, going anywhere to California. You have it. Hard. Going yeah. to you actually, California, it's easy. Yeah. 
you have a digital log of you assembling this thing. Well, I do. Yeah. At indeed the Experiment dot com. Yeah. Yes. Which you, is pretty cool. It's a blog uh, from start to finish, right? Pretty Mostly. much. Yeah, for the yeah. most part. And uh, yeah, you've got your whole. Got whole the, to do on there mm-hmm. from beginning to end yeah check and, it out the bonneville experiment.com yes indeed and so are you writing your scrambler and i've been writing my scrambler it's probably my most go-to bike because the uh the triumph is a uh, fun but it's also not just a pull out of the garage and get on and go kind of a bike so do you right gotta, now the, you right gotta now coax the it to get is, it to start and all that or is it pretty reliable it's starting? usually pretty reliable to start um it is not an easy bike to ride around. The clutch is one uh, difficult oh, the, <laughs> piece of the lever. The, yeah, it's pretty. It's it's real tight. So I'm working on that. I've got to do my hand workouts. Um, the yeah. Honda runs great right now. I went to go change the clutch cable, and it turns out that uh, Honda Scrambler clutch cables aren't the most simple thing to adjust. Well, at least not when you have Liza around. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I've still got both of them, and I'm also uh, storing my friend's Kawasaki three-cylinder old seventies nine hundred something. The seven fifty. It's a nine hundred something That'd something be four rare. H two. Oh gosh. It's not okay. a two-stroke, is it? Is it two-stroke? You know, is know. it green? It is purple. Ru- it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's rust. Does it have handlebars? It's it's it. Yeah, it's rust colored. <laughs> cool. And so, uh, tell us about the barrage up there. The barrage. Yeah, is... are you hanging out with them? You know, I haven't seen them in a while. Really? Quite a long time. Um, although I do see the Rockers, which is a group in Portland. They had their distinguished gentleman's ride today, which I missed unfortunately. Right. Oh. Actually, yeah, a friend of mine uh, was oh. going on today. He went in a full yeah, tux and looked nice. Spiffy. SF. Yep does that too yep yeah. they're very spiffy so yeah, the barrage is like a, a garage kind of like what we do but they kind of yep. just sit around and drink a lot <laughs> play darts it's a bar uh, and a garage how much beer have we gone through this evening <laughs> yeah no darts though and um i recently put you in touch with our friend jacob oh i've got a pug on the line here uh, <laughs> yes and uh have you guys crossed circles yet cross yeah we've been chatting we haven't sat down and talked cool. about it yet but um and he knows the the rockers group as well which is a very active and supportive large network of of people that ride in in the area so so he he wanted to set up something like a recycle mm-hmm. garage are you going to be able to help him i would love to help him that would be awesome because I think when you first came, or you totally kind of got it, and you, you know, y- you got the whole thing how it works. You give and you take, mm-hmm. and help other people, and and it's fun. And have fun. It's yeah. It doesn't have to be all work. Yep. And you know the the rockers forum in in Portland. Half of it is people asking for help of how to do something. Yeah. So I think it would be really valuable for the community. We've gotten. I don't know if you've been listening, but we've gotten a lot of emails lately on how do we start something like what you've got. That's awesome. From like L.A. Mm-hmm. like all over the country. It's totally. been really cool. Yeah, and it's perfect for Portland. It's such a like c- kind of community driven, do it yourself hipster. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. That would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> this this is not Mike's old thing, is it? Oh no, let's see. Capitola. Uh, let me check that out in a second. I so, wanted to hold on before you do that, let me finish this up. Okay. Um 
So speaking of our friend Jacob mm-hmm. up there, he sent an email after listening to last week's podcast and uh, when we talked about David and his yeah. accident. And he said that uh, he had a buddy with a similar accident, a truck pulled out in front of him, and he lost his leg below the knee. And he's riding again with a prosthetic. That's wow. cool. Yeah, he said, that, David? he said it was a long recovery and cost him a lot of pride and uh, his relationship and a, a lot of the ways of his life. He had to change a lot of his habits. Um, he said that there were embarrassing and demeaning and plain insulting instances he had to go through. Um, and that it's just a really hard times, but he came through and he's riding again. Uh, took a lot of work, and they went through three different motorcycle builds to find one that worked for him, and they they built a bike for him. Um, Jacob says he also has ended up in the hospital due to a drunk driver, and has other friends and community that have done the same. So. He he totally gets what it's like to have one of our own, and he and he's talking about how the it's what a great community that comes out to help their fallen riders. Um, oh. And and on that, that note said, too, I posted yes. on um, the recycle page. David's mom set up a GoFundMe account. Um, the goal is ten thousand um, dollars. You can go on and donate through there. Also, um, if you don't want to do the GoFundMe, they gave all of the, all of the information. If you want to give PayPal donations, if you want to send checks, money orders, any of that stuff, um, it's all on our Facebook page. And I posted that last night. That was what the twenty seventh, twenty eighth, twenty seventh, twenty seventh. And I will be probably be posting it, reposting it a couple of times so if anyone is interested in helping our friend david out he's gonna have a bunch of medical bills and life bills because he's not going to be working for um a while so we're we're nearly at the end i just wanted to pose a question to the group if if we're to encourage him to get back riding what bikes do you think would be good for him to ride he's probably going to get another rebel 250 you love that bike not a kickstart Hey! Whoa, unless it's a KTM, the left hand kick. Yeah. What's he going to stand on? Soon. He's going to have a leg. <laughs> uh, just wanted to say to any of you guys who's lost body parts and got back on the horse and started riding, that's some real biker shit. That's yeah, some, some, for sure. some good spirit, man. That's inspiring. He's probably going to want to get something low to the ground, like <laughs> like the Rebel. I, I don't know. David, just email us and tell us what you think. Who's that one stunna guy who like doesn't have a leg, who just does like DRZ stand-up The boots do the guy. I, I no, want some. Also, there's a racer who's missing. He got it like mid-thigh and mm-hmm. right arm, I think. Mid-thigh, wow. Yeah, and he's racing. I once saw a chick get off a bike somewhere. I was up in up north, and she had a prosthetic. She lifted up her. She changed like a sho- her cho- shoes or something after getting off a bike. And I was like, "That's fucking rad." Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, it, it can happen. I've seen when I was at the Dragon, I saw a group of guys on sport bikes and full leathers racing, and one of them oddly had a leg mid mid thigh missing, yet he was hanging off the sport bike going around turns on the dragon was pretty crazy it just shows you what you can do and i think that just having a really good attitude and having the community 
helping you. So, you know, I, I don't want to assume that he's going to get back into writing, but mm-hmm. when he's ready, start asking. And that's definitely something we can do. Maybe take his bike and fix it up for him. Yeah. And figure out how to do linked brakes on it, I think. No, you don't even have to. The, um, one thing you think of, uh, thumb brake. Thumb on brakes, side. yep. Thumb brake. Well, it, the leg that got amputated is his right, so that's rear brake. Yeah, you don't need right. rear brake anyway. Yeah. So I say you, but, <laughs> but you, can, you can link so the yeah. front brake activates, mm-hmm. both. activates both. Yeah, or you can so. do a left-hand switch to do um, your rear brake on mm-hmm. a thumb brake. A lot of dirt bikers do it for, um, when they have like the recluse clutches and stuff like that, or because they just don't want to take their feet off the pegs, they'll have right brake, left brake. Or just get an old Triumph. I I would assume if this happened to me that I would be very headstrong and getting back on a bike as soon as I can. I don't know about everyone else, but I hope he is. I don't don't even know that he said he, he was going to. I I know we, we don't know even know that he's gonna ride again. We, we, we don't, don't know. know. I just hope this doesn't stop it's him. It's kind of too soon to ask him about that. <laughs> like, hey buddy, when too are you gonna soon? start riding again? <laughs> too on, soon. Man. The pirate jokes aren't too soon. Hey, his family was his cracking. His family was cracking yeah. the pirate jokes. Yeah. The day of, it's okay. <laughs> anything else we, well, we no? Anything else um, we covered? Meg, you know, tell him how to reach us. Okay, you can go to our Facebook page, Recycle Santa Cruz. Um, you can email us at RecycleMotorcycleGarage at gmail.com. And uh, like us on Facebook. Uh, rate us on iTunes. We and Give us stars on iTunes. We do read those. And um, am I missing anything? YouTube. Oh yeah, YouTube. We YouTube. haven't updated that. Yeah, like, the, yeah, no. Let's just let's just forget about. Just watch YouTube. cat videos on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Cat videos. <laughs> yeah. So uh, reach us there and send us emails, and we'll read. You. Send us your emails about what your up the butt bike is. We like hearing those. We will read it. Yeah. And make fun of you probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> All right, Mason, you want to take us out? Uh, yeah, so tonight take us with three us. tries. <laughs> ha ha har har. Uh, so tonight, start, start this, with, this is Mason. Start with, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. This is Mason and Desmond. You don't need to say our names. I, I don't need to say any names. Now you just Mason's point. Part, oh. Right. Desmond, do I say my name? Yeah, yeah that was good. <laughs> James. <laughs> God. <laughs> it's Doug. Adrian. Liza. It's the guy. I'm the guy. Guy. Stan. Jennifer. (laughs) 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 Oh, and and I didn't say yet, but Lucas got more fan mail from Roland. Uh, (laughs) We gotta read that. He's growing on him. He's turning into my secret admirer. (laughs) Read read the stuff. Secret. You don't want to read it. Just so he thinks that Lucas is Luke ass is funny. He's growing on him. Funny looking. (laughs) So I think that's it. Thanks again. We out. Cool, cool.